Welcome to the Intuitive Vibrance Podcast, a space where we go straight to the heart of what it means to embody the fullest, most authentic expression of yourself. I am your host, Fosia Morgan, and I'm here to support you in your path to self-discovery, transformation, and liberation, empowering you to unapologetically be your most intuitively vibrant self. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Intuitive Vibrance. How are you doing? Seriously, how are you doing? I would love to hear from you. So much has happened in the last three weeks. I feel like I'm not the same person that I was the last time I recorded an episode. Um, And I'll get into that more as I have more time to process everything that's happened. But for today, I wanted to share something with you. It's this little thing that I have in my life, you could call it a little friend, um, that I call my morning funk. And maybe you can relate, maybe not. Maybe you have a different time of day where you tend to kind of feel the funkiness come on. But I woke up this morning and got my kids to school, came home, and I was like, oh God, I am in my morning funk. And my best friend sent me a voice memo and she's like, how are you doing? How's your morning? And I sent one back and started crying, kind of, like a surface cry. And I was like, I'm just here on my couch and I'm in my morning funk. And I knew that it wasn't going to last a long time, but I just kind of sat there thinking about it and letting it do its thing. And I eventually, actually very quickly, moved out of it. So I thought why not talk about my morning funk today and give you all of my tips for moving yourself out of a funk, whether it's in the morning, in the evening, whether it lasts for an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year. But it just really got me thinking about what I do. What do I do when I'm in my morning funk? What is it all about? And how do I move out of it? So I actually sat with cacao this morning. I was sitting in my cacao ceremony, and I asked spirit to move through me. And the more that I sit in this practice, the, the faster it happens. And spirit came through, and I got so many messages and information and downloads, and I wrote down a all of it. And I wanted to share it with you. So it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, part me, part spirit. I guess you could say it's all spirit really. So let's dive in. Okay. So what is a morning funk for me? First of all, I've been having my morning funk, I think my entire life, but It's actually something that I became really acutely aware of as I was going through my divorce. So my ex-husband moved out in March of 2020, and my friend Keala, who is a splenic projector, he's also a dragon and a Scorpio, like me, he moved in with me for about two months. And I just remember feeling so grateful that he was there with me in the mornings, especially Because in the morning, I would wake up feeling very anxious. 
And having Keala there, knowing that he was there, being able to talk to him, feel his energy, it was very comforting to me. So I became acutely aware of my morning funk as I was going through that time period. And then, you know, since then, I've really been living alone, except for when I have my kids every other week. And what it feels like to me, it's like, it's, it's almost like things settle in at night. The anxiety, the uncertainty, sadness over certain things. Um, I tend to kind of wake up in the morning and feel kind of like that pressure of everything that needs to be done or everything that I need to do or all the things that I should be doing that I've maybe put off. And I also tend to focus on what I don't have. It's like my perceived lack of something. I can really easily go there, and it's very human to do that. We, I know that we all do that. So it just kind of feels that like this. It's just it's my morning funk. It's like this funkiness. I feel a little stagnant. I feel a little stuck. I feel overwhelmed. I don't really know what to do with myself. Now, when I wake up in the morning and I get my kids to school and then I have to come home and get ready for work, I don't have so much time to think about it. But today, I came home and I happened to have today totally free to do my own work, to write, to podcast, um, to just you know kind of do administrative things. And so with all this time available to me, I'm more aware of how I'm really feeling because I don't have to rush to anything or through anything, right? When we're in that space of a funk, what can we do? And again, it might not be in the morning for you. For me, it really tends to be in the morning, and by the time the evening rolls around, I am feeling good. Like, things have moved through. They've cleared out. I have had realizations about things. Um, You know, I feel so much more optimism uh, as the day goes on. So, When I'm in my morning funk, what I've learned to do is to take a step back, to detach, to observe what's happening. Now, the fact that I can even, that I've even labeled it as something that's sort of outside of me or um, separate from me, that's a great first step. So I urge you to kind of think about your own patterns. of when you, you know, you're feeling stuck or whatever, can you look at it as something that is, I don't want to say outside of yourself, but try to see it as kind of an, another, another entity, as this sort of thing that it's not you. Yes, you're experiencing it, but, and it's coming from you, but try to detach a little bit. Try to give it a label. Try to say, okay, I'm in my slump or whatever. Can you look at it as something that is sort of separate from you? You know, maybe even like an event, like, oh, this thing is happening again. Here's that familiar friend. You know, kind of give it a label so that you can identify it as separate from you so that you don't internalize it so much. You can allow the funk, the slump, the whatever it is, the feelings, the emotions to to be there. Allow them to be there without attaching to what's happening, without 
attaching yourself to what's happening and without giving it so much power, you know, being able to detach from what's happening inside of us at any given moment, that is huge. You know, this is a big mindfulness practice and it's a way to diffuse a situation, to diffuse a situation that's going on inside of you. It, it, when we give it so much um, attention, you know, when we really allow ourselves to maybe overindulge in the feelings and the emotions, we give it a lot of power. Now, I'm not saying to ignore it. I'm not saying to brush it off at all. We can allow ourselves to feel things without feeling completely defined by them. So this morning I'm on my couch and I'm just kind of sitting in my funk and I said, okay, I see you. I acknowledge you, my morning funk. What can I do right now to help you out? What do you need right now? And, you know, I was able to sit there and say, like, okay, I'm in this space right now. I know that it's not going to last forever. If I just do X, Y, and Z, it'll help me get my morning going and I can move out of this space. Okay, so here is what you can do to help yourself move out of these funky places or spaces that you feel within. Or maybe you feel it outside of yourself as well. First of all, take stock of your resources. What do I mean by this? I mean, what do you have at your disposal that can help you out? And this is going to look different for everybody. It's like, what do you have in your toolbox? So I'm going to throw some things out there. A morning ritual, any kind of morning ritual, something that you do every single day for yourself that feels really good. It could be your cup of coffee. It could be your tea. It could be a juice. It could be any beverage, right? It could be um, movement. It could be taking a shower. It can be whatever it is that you need to do or that you like to do to get yourself going in the morning. Or again, if it's not a morning thing for you at any time of day, but some kind of ritual. So if this hits you in the afternoon, if it hits you in the evenings, um, is there a ritual that you can put into place that can help remind you that you are centered within yourself. We're going to talk more about that. So some kind of ritual. For me, I have so many things in my toolbox and I forget about them. That's the thing. You know, it's like we forget that we have all these things at our disposal, but I'm a Reiki practitioner. I can do Reiki on myself. I can do Psych K on myself. I can do subconscious work on myself, or I can do things to help bring me back into a state of what we call a whole brain state so that I'm looking at things, I'm, I'm approaching things, I have the perspective that is balanced. Emotional freedom technique, tapping. Tapping is so amazing for releasing anything that we're feeling that we don't need. It's so immensely helpful. Um, meditation, working with cacao, doing breath work, um, calling a friend, texting a friend and saying, hey, I'm in my funk. Um, I know there's nothing you can do about it, but I just wanted to tell you. And I think it's really helpful. It's helpful to kind of like externalize these things, right? Um, because then it, it helps to, again, diffuse what you're feeling on the inside. 
this morning, I asked spirit to move through me. I sat in meditation and I just said, spirit, please move through me. And spirit is always moving through us, but we can ask for help. That's another thing too, is that we don't have to go through these things alone. You know, we don't have to be stoic. We can call on support. You know, I think it's really important to to be very self-sufficient, to be able to self-soothe. But we are human beings. We need connection and we need each other. And it's okay. It's okay to ask for help whenever you need it. Journaling might be helpful. That's another like great thing to have in your toolbox. Um, maybe you have a book. Maybe you have a, a book of poetry or something that's really inspiring to you that you keep. Maybe you keep it bookmarked and you can go back to that anytime you're having a tough time, anytime you're in this funky space, you can turn to that. You can read it. You can look at it. You can connect with it. And it helps to remind you that you know, this moment in time that you're feeling, it's just a teeny tiny sliver of your life and that you will move past it. So I urge you to maybe, um, you know, pause right now. And if you'd like, take stock, take stock of your resources, take stock of what you have available at your fingertips at any given time Write down the tools that you have in your toolbox and keep that with you so that you can turn to these things when you're going through something, when you're having a moment, like I was this morning. Now, another thing you can do is to move your body. You know, like I wake up in the morning and it's clearly, it's this like stagnant energy. You know, it's like, it's the funk. It's the stagnant energy in Chinese medicine. We call it dampness. It kind of settles in overnight and... Um, one of the best things to do is to just move your body. You know, you can like shake it out. You can jump up and down, do some yoga, just do some stretching, anything that helps to move the energy. Another thing that really helps is hydrotherapy, getting into the shower, doing hot water, alternating with cold water. It really helps to, to move the energy. It helps to flush your system. I personally like to have a dance party at any time of the day. Um, sometimes it lasts for three minutes. Sometimes it lasts for 30 minutes. But dancing it out, getting things moving, you know, moving your energy, letting it flow. And sometimes when I dance, I cry. I mean, I cry a lot. And it, again, it's not like a deep thing. It's just it's a way for me to release emotions. It's a, it's a way for me to let things move through me. And I always feel so much better afterwards. Music. Speaking of dance, music. Music is so wonderful. It helps to change the vibration. You can change your frequency. You can change your vibration through music. So I like to turn on music that feels, you know, fun or empowering or that reminds me of who I am. Whatever it is that you feel in the mood for that's not going to make you feel even sadder. Now, I have to say, sometimes I feel like I really need to cry. And if I'm not able to get into that space of having that release of crying, I will turn on some music that it feels very moving to me that evokes emotions so that I can actually get into that space of being able to cry it out. So it's whatever works for you. 
It's also really important to allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. So again, it's allowing yourself to be in that space because we don't want to push it away. If we resist what we're feeling, it is going to stick around. It's going to really make a case to stay. But if you can be in that space of allowing, again, kind of from this place of, of observing and saying, okay, I'm feeling this right now. I'm going to let it move through me. And it's so amazing. And I talked about this in my last podcast episode. You know, when you allow your, your emotions to move through you, when you give them space, when you acknowledge them and you let them move through you, it actually diffuses the emotions very quickly. And what you're left with is this feeling of expansion because you've created space, because you've let that stuff go. So as much as you can, try to, you know, you can take baby steps, but start working towards this practice of allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel so that you can let it move through you and move out and so that it doesn't have so much power and hold over you. And then once it's gone, you've created space. You've created space for what you really want to, to feel like or what you want to have in your life. Now, being the nutritionist that I am, I'm going to tell you also, go back to the basics. Nourish yourself. Hydrate yourself. Balance your blood sugar. Sometimes we can wake up in the morning and we're feeling funky because we're dehydrated. Our cells are not getting what they need. Our livers are not getting that hydration to help flush the toxins that, again have settled in overnight. And also we need to balance our blood sugar. When we don't balance our blood sugar with high quality protein, whatever, whatever works best for you, we can, we can really feel it in our mood. When we don't get enough protein, it really affects our moods in a negative way. So make sure that you're getting the nourishment that you need. It's so important. Another helpful practice is to sit down for five minutes, set a timer, and write. Journal, pen to paper. Just let it flow. Write down anything that you want to write down, anything that comes to you, through you, you know, whatever it is. Um, it helps to get it out onto paper. Maybe it's a to-do list that you need to make. Maybe it's feelings that you're having about a certain situation. Um, whatever it is. Write it down. Get it out of your head, out of your mind, and onto paper. Again, externalize it in a healthy way. Externalize it so that it doesn't feel so personal, so that, again, it doesn't have such a huge hold over you. I think when we're in these really funky, weird places, something that is so helpful and so important is to ask ourselves the question, what can I do differently right now? Can I choose a different way? Can I try something new? Can I break out of the pattern that I've been in? This is something I've been doing a lot. You know, we, we may not always feel like it, but we always have a choice. In any given moment, we have a choice. We can choose how we want to feel in that moment. And this is something that I have been practicing on a daily basis because you know, I was really raised in this environment of struggle and suffering and that life is really hard and that 
the things that we want, they get taken away. And, you know, this is all, these are subconscious patterns that have, were deeply ingrained into me from a very young age, from the beginning. And so it's something that I've been breaking out of. You know, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot in the last two years. I, I went through a lot growing up. Um, we all have. I mean, that is, this is being human. That is being human. Life is messy. It's hard. It's difficult. It's challenging. It's also incredibly beautiful and magical. I feel that so deeply in my bones on a cellular level. But, you know, I'm really moving out of this space of, of suffering and I'm moving into a place of joy. I want to feel joyful every single day. And I always have, even when I've been going through hard things. I really, I really enjoy life. I, I love life. I'm a lover of life. But now I'm making the conscious decision every single day to feel joyful, to rejoice in this life. Uh, Corey Mascara, um, Mascara, he's, um, he was the founder, I think, of mindfulness.com, and I don't think I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but he recently posted something on Instagram. When you wake up in the morning, give thanks for being alive. Say to yourself, thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. I am alive. I am grateful for being alive. And, you know, I think that this is, it sounds so simple and it sounds silly, but the more that we practice these things, the more that we incorporate these little tiny bits of mindfulness and gratitude into our lives, into our daily lives, the more that we are able to start embodying it. You know, things go from being a concept to actually being something that we embody. It, 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 it's like it gets infused into us, into you at a cellular level. And I've been experiencing this a lot lately. And I'll tell you, it's all about a regular practice. It's about practicing these things regularly. regularly. It's not about you know, meditating for two hours once a week. It's really about, can I sit with myself even for five minutes every single day or twice a day? That's much more effective and I think much more impactful than, you know, kind of doing like an all or nothing kind of thing. And I mean, I'll be the first one to admit, I'm, I used to be very impatient. I'm not anymore, actually. I can say that. I've really worked on that. Um, I used to be a very like all or nothing kind of person, you know, like all about extremes. But now I, I see the magic in, in incorporating these little practices into my life every single day. And they've made a huge difference for me. So in that same vein, taking a moment when you're in the slump, when you're in the funk of sitting in gratitude, taking stock of all of the things that you are grateful for. This is something you can write down. You can just like set a timer for a minute and just like scribble real quick, like, you know, stream of consciousness, all the things that you feel super grateful for. It helps to give us perspective when we're in these places of feeling lack or, you know, feeling like something's missing or feeling anxious, feeling scared, feeling fearful, um, overwhelmed, whatever it is taking a moment to take stock of what we're grateful for. It's so helpful. And again, this is something that for me used to be uh, like a concept and I would do it, 
But the more that I do it, the more that I can sit in the discomfort and also feel so deeply grateful for what I have for my life, for my children, for even for the discomfort, even sitting in that discomfort and feeling so grateful for it because in that discomfort comes growth. From that discomfort comes growth. If you can sit in the discomfort and allow yourself to be in it and be still, there are so many messages and lessons in that. And then when you come out of it, you're so much stronger than you were before. And isn't that what this is all about? I think so. I love it. Another thing that really helps me when I'm in my funk is to sit in devotion of something other than myself. Now, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, well, I often sit in devotion to my soul, to my higher self. But that's not ego. You're not sitting in devotion to your ego. You're sitting in devotion to your essence. I will sit in devotion to something that is greater than me. Um, spirit, you know, the creator of all that is, to God. And, you know, whatever, whatever word works for you, whatever resonates with you, um, it could be the universe, it could be nature, you know, it could, if you're in Hawaii, it could be the islands, you know, this beautiful land that we're on. Um, it can be your children, your pet. Um, it really can be anything. But sitting in devotion, even for a few minutes, to something that inspires you, something that embodies love or the idea or the feeling of love. Um, you know, I can't really tell you what to sit in devotion to because it's such a, it's, it's a very esoteric kind of concept, I think. I mean, I'm having a hard time even really explaining it because it's so personal to each person. But, you know, sitting in devotion to the silence or the discomfort or the growth, allowing yourself to sink into that moment that you're in and just sit there. And you don't even have to do anything, but just to hold an intention for something. It can be so helpful. It's amazing what happens when we allow ourselves to sit in that quiet space and to you know, you might be really distracted. Your mind might keep bringing in thoughts and, and whatever, but you can continue to take yourself or bring yourself back to your center or bring yourself back to that thing that you are sitting in devotion to. Even if it's just for a few minutes, it's very grounding and it's incredibly centering. It's so important when we're in these spaces of discomfort and the funk to remember to remind ourselves and maybe you need to make a sign maybe you need to put up a piece of paper that says I am exactly where I need to be in this very moment I am exactly where I belong everything that's happening is perfect it is it's all happening for a reason and if you can allow yourself to sit in that and to sit in the discomfort to find quiet and to sit with yourself, you will move through, move past the discomfort to a place of peace and expansion. And that's what we're really going for. Now again, 
all of these practices, all of these little tips that I've talked about today, it takes practice. You know, it's, it's like baby steps. And I think that, I mean, I know we all want a quick fix, right? We all want these like life hacks. But what I have found is that you can't rush growth. It's all going to happen at the pace that your soul has signed up for. And so being able to ride the wave, being able to be present with what's happening and giving gratitude for where you're at and the place that you're at and really seeing it truly and recognizing it as perfect, even when it feels so imperfect, seeing it as perfect, that is what's going to set you free. That is what's going to set you free because there's no like ultimate liberation, I think, that we're going to experience in this lifetime. We're not going to like get to a certain point and be like, I'm good, I'm fixed, whatever. It's this, it's this creation of self-love, space within, awareness, the ability to sit with the things that are uncomfortable. And the more that you do it, the easier it gets. The more that you practice patience, the more patient you will become. These are very new things for me, but this is what I have been working on in the last two years and working. I haven't even been working towards it because I didn't really know that I needed to work towards it. You know, again, I'm here sharing all of this with you because I, I want you to feel liberated. I want you to feel expanded. I want you to have the kind of life that you really, truly want. I want to help bring you comfort in times of discomfort. And that's why I share my personal experience with you because I think it's also really comforting to know that, you know, you're not alone. We're all humans, you know, we're all having this human experience and it comes with ups and downs and, you know, bumps and turbulence and weather, all of that stuff. But, you know, you're also way more resilient than you think. And the more that, the more that you can practice these things or whatever things help you, the more resilient you will become. And it's not so much about getting rid of the stressors. Like, yes, of course, you can take steps to get rid of the things in your life that are stressful and no longer serving you. But it's more about expanding yourself to become more resilient so that you can you can just kind of flow with, with all the twists and the turns of life. You know, as much as we don't like to be in these funky spaces, I think one thing to remember is that the funk is here for a reason. It's here to show us something. It's here as a little, um, it's like, you know, it's like the little, it's like, I think of it as like a woodpecker, you know, it's like you are the tree and you've got this woodpecker and it's pecking at you. It's trying to tell you something. What do I need to address? You know, um, or maybe there's not something to address. Maybe it's just a chance for, again, awareness, self-acceptance, expansion. You know, maybe it's just that you say, okay, I, I, Fosia Morgan, I 
have morning funks and that's okay. And it's just part of who I am and I'm not going to let it rule my life. I'm not going to give it more power than I need to. And this is how I deal with it. And this is, these are the gifts that come from it. This is the beauty of it. So my dear, beautiful listeners, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I was not planning on doing this episode, but it kind of came to me today. And I just wanted to share because I have a feeling that I'm not the only one who gets into these funky spaces at times. I hope that it's been helpful. And if you have anything to add or share with me, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me um, on Instagram. I'm at Fosia Morgan. You can visit my website, foziamorgan.com. If you enjoy this podcast and um, you'd like to share it with your friends, please do. If you feel compelled, I would love it if you would give it a five-star rating and write a review. It really helps out the podcast. It helps to um, get it to more people who it might benefit. And uh, until next time, I am thinking of you all and I'm sending you all so much love.